Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do, clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I've reached, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, go with it. Keep it a beast on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. JJ James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in. And we rock a channel, we rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Welcome back, family. Welcome back, family. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Right here on Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. And it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building on this Monday. Wake up, wake up. We back. It's time. Once again. We are back. We are back. Yeah. Um, had a blessed weekend. How was yeah. that mama day for you, Dice? It's fantastic, of course, you know. Um, I enjoyed my day, you know, had some downtime and I love that. Got some gifts, got some love, some calls, some food, things like that. And, uh, you know, my family typically always comes through for Mother's Day. You know, I, I definitely enjoy that day. One of my favorite days, um, you know, where I just get loved on. So it's a blessed day, man. It was a blessed day. How about you? Listen, it was a blessed day. I, I got a chance to just get up early and just, uh, you know, talk with my mama. I know she was uh, looking down from heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, just had some time to just meditate, talk with her, pray with her and mm-hmm. thank her for everything she's done for us. And, you know, my, myself and my siblings and all the family. Um, she was a very much a cornerstone of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I had that opportunity. Listen, I had the opportunity to have a good dinner with my wife and my daughter. Uh, okay. Praise God. Uh, they went to uh, CC Winans's uh, Generation Live conference and they loved every minute of it. Awesome. They were there Friday and Saturday in Nashville, Tennessee, and came back Sunday morning. So, uh, yeah, fired the grill up a little bit, had a chance to spoil them a little bit, cook, and uh, just hang out and just have a good time. And um, I'll, I'll be honest, I was in a better place um, this year than I was last year around mm-hmm. this time, just, you know, grieving my mother. And, of course, it still comes and goes. It's never going to stop just because mm-hmm. that that's that's the nature of grief. But I was in a bad place last year. Just mm-hmm. grieving her compared to this year. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I've talked to her enough uh, on the regular. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with all of our last conversations and everything and everything she poured into us. And even the moments we agree, we disagreed on stuff. I'm still, you know, at peace with it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I say, it just was a little different this year compared to what was last year, but it was, it was blessed. So I, I was grateful. Like I say, I was grateful. I got to have that time to just be able to reflect, uh, you know, from all my life experiences with my mom, uh, my wife and daughter had an excellent time and, um, yeah, shouted out my mother-in-law too, as well. Talked to her. So yeah, everything was blessed. So I'm glad everybody, all the mamas out there, I pray mm-hmm. everybody had a great mother's day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, let's continue to support our women. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, man, right. if you out there listening to me, please love on your mama, love on your wives, love mm-hmm. on your daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, y'all are precious to us. Let's be very clear. Y'all are very, very precious to us. So, yeah, yeah everything it. is beautiful. Listen, okay. once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And, of course, mm-hmm. our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Come on now, y'all know we started off uh, pumped this week. Our spiritual detox today features uh, a little trappity trapper, a little rapper out of ATL, Bankhead, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, our brother Zilla, we're going to get him on the line to talk about all this new music he got going on individually, as well as he's a part of a collective, Four Brothers, mm-hmm. that features uh, himself, uh, my brother Blessed two times, uh, brother Mike, and uh, OG brother Mike, as well as Westy and Shorty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he got a lot of music that we're going to break down and talk about. And, uh, yeah, he's a he's a, a pastor. He's an artist, uh, just a super dope uh, young man. So, uh, yes, we're going to get Zilla on the line. And Dice, that real talk today, what we got? Hey, we're going to talk about location and mental health, where you live and how it affects you. So it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And today we're just going to talk about uh, where you're at. You know, is this something that a lot of people don't think about? Uh, A lot of biases are created towards cultures and races and things like that and one of the things that people don't discuss is everybody lives in different environments and your environment affects everything you do so we're going to talk about it today we're going to talk about location and mental health you know where you at well, you better get ready to talk me off the wall because you you trying to bring up mo- traumas, you know. And when I when I think <laughs> See, of, when I think about, about when I think about We're locations and, and my childhood like, and stuff, trauma. yeah, yeah, you you, you, you listen, yeah, yeah, so, trauma. instantly yeah. trauma. Put your, put your doctor hat on. You had your doctor hat on last week. Put it back on. That's right. Because you, you might you on. might take me you might take me to a place now if I, if I go off. We got to go. We got to go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, hey, this is the way we work through, you know, like and everybody know if you go to counseling, you know, we got to confront things in order to overcome them. So we're not going to sweep anything under the rug. We're going to just we're going to talk about it. So mm-hmm, it's going down, man. Where Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Listen, let's get into it. Uh, we got a lot of new music. We got new music on the way from Stevie Rizzo and Childlike CC. We also have. Yes, we got new Javon DeWine on the way. Ooh, let's get into yeah. Let's get that new what up RG as well. Mm-hmm. Right now though, stop playing. Uh, our little sis one day featuring our other little sis though. Uh, get this in your spirit right now. That wild and free. Mm-hmm. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back, DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel One Fifty Four Holy Culture Radio. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for our spiritual detox. And uh, I, I promise y'all, I, I always say we, we got these exclusives. I, I, I don't know how hot they're going to continue to be, but um, this young man, uh, I, we got on the lad right now, man. Let me let me tell you something. I've been I've been following him for a little bit and, uh, you know, he's been doing some powerful things. We talk about Jesus and trap music all the time on the show uh, We because we know we're called to that ministry. We're called to the streets. And uh, he put out some very, some very strong songs that really just minister. He's very transparent. They resonate with the streets. The streets respect it. And uh, when we talk about street ministry and the importance of street ministry, he does it very well. And uh, even, you know, got a new collaboration he's doing with a couple of my my, my cats. Uh, Blessed two times, OG, uh, Big Mike, and uh, my brother Westy and Shelly. They call themselves Folk Brothers. So uh, even with that, he got his own thing solo. He got his thing he do with the collaboration. So I just love everything he's doing. And uh, listen, represent Atlanta, you already know. So without further ado, help me welcome in my brother Zilla. What's going on, bro? What's happening, brother? 
Man, everything good, man. You 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 just eating out here, man. You just you just you working right now, man. That's all yeah. I know. Every time I look up, you working. <laughs> yeah, always working. Got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta stay busy. For real. Yes, sir. I, I had a season where I had to slow down a little bit, you feel me? So I, I still I I've been working in the background for a minute. God just put it on my heart to start dropping this season. And listen, this mental health awareness month, like we all know, what what do you do for your mental health? Because I, I feel like, listen, you've been through it all. You've been through the fire and back. Like, what are some things you do to keep your mental health intact? Um, man, I'm I'm a I'm a person who a lot of times I just I won't say I'm I'm isolated per se, but if you study Jesus, I, I find it interesting. I was just having this conversation the other day. Jesus, who is the Son of God, God in flesh. Though he's always, you often see he's surrounded by a crowd. You see a lot of times he withdraws and spends time with his father. You understand? And so for me, it's very important that I have time where I'm able just to to, to be alone. Uh, again, away from uh, the voices of other people. Um, and if it's just spending time with my family, if it's, if it's my time, like I'm in my office, I'm just praising and worshiping. I'm listening to, uh, you know, some gospel, uh, even creating, you know, those are, those are what I consider intimate times with God. And, and honestly, for me, therapy. Yeah, we, yes, therapy is very important. Uh, thanks for, for sure. sharing that because uh, a lot of, uh, people in our culture think it's, you know, it's taboo or you shouldn't do it, but I, I appreciate you going and getting the help you need. What made you start? given the verse of the day on your social media platform was there like a call that god <laughs> sent, sent, sent you to that or was like people dming you and message you saying you know encouraged by your testimony Nah, i ain't gonna hold you for me uh it was just something i felt like you know i, I read my word all the time if you talk to like my partners or uh any of my homeboys a lot of times they'll tell you like i'm the person who's been preaching <laughs> like just to have a conversation with them they'll tell me about a situation they're in a circumstance and god will give me a scripture it'll be something i'll just read and whatever the case is you know what i mean so it was something i was already doing anyway and, and i like why not incorporate it into what i'm doing on social media you know what i mean and it's something i, I know i need to be a little more consistent with but i've seen in a few posts i've made doing that like they've been doing good in terms of engagement Yes, I was. I was wondering. I was going to ask about that. Uh, are are you uh, connected to a church where you you know you thinking about being a minister, a deacon, a preacher, or something, or is that something you just waiting for God to reveal to you? I was actually ordained a youth pastor, and I want to say it was around the end of the year, twenty seventeen. Somewhere, forgive me. I don't know the exact date, but um, yeah, I serve at a local church, Love and Liberty Community Church. Uh, shout out to Doctor Ernestine Davis. Um, been serving there for for several years. That being said, I you know I, I still engage and interact with other churches. You know, in terms of serving, so I'm I'm open to it all. Talk about that dynamic. You know, just even being a youth pastor. Let's be very clear, especially in this in this time in this age with everything. Everybody chasing money. Everybody chasing the bag. You know, you know you have a lot of young ladies. Unfortunately, that look at some of the mainstream uh ladies and, and want to emulate that and want to you know chase it and have these hot girl summers and stuff like what's the talk about the conversations on how you try to still encourage them still hear them out and meet them where they're at when you have these conversations with these young these young adults or you know young teenagers 
Um, for me, I, I'll say, if anything, the the most powerful thing that God's told me in, in serving is uh, to use myself as an example. So it always goes back to the word. But if, if at the end of the day, I can't show how the word applies in my real life to be able to show them using that as an example, a lot of times it doesn't resonate. You know what I mean? So I'm somebody I've been married since um, September of 2018. I'm going on five years now. I have a daughter and a son who's on the way, thank God. Um, so I, I, I show them, you know what I mean? I, I've, I've been there as a young man, you know, going to the club, woo-de-woo, you know what I mean, sticking and moving. I I have sisters, you understand? Um, my oldest sister, she's my younger, um, but she's 18. I'm 26. You know, I had these conversations with her as well, just about, you know, navigating and at the end of the day, I don't judge nobody. Uh, you know, like I said, I've I've done my fair share. I've been in their shoes. But if anything, I try to show them better. Like, I'm 26. At this point, I bought my first house two years ago. You know, um, it's not about the material, but I found stability. And, and, and that's honestly in the power of marriage. You know, when you become one with somebody and you're able to work as a team, I say it all the time. It's not, I don't think that I wouldn't have gotten to these places, but I know for a fact I wouldn't have gotten here as quick uh, if it wasn't for my wife. So Zilla, let's talk about it, man. You got all this music, but but where did it start? Uh, when was that moment where you knew you wanted to do music? Uh, it's, a, it's a great question. My father, I told you earlier about how my father has been an influence in my life. He's somebody who's actually been doing music since I was a child. So like, you know, I was a kid. If you ever heard, like, <laughs> the parents who play their song and you hear the kid in the background, yeah, that's my dad. I was that kid, you know what I mean? So it started, I want to say, around the age of 17. My father kind of pushed me into doing this little church thing. He was doing a song. He had an open verse. He was like, he want me on it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I forgot my words. It was embarrassing, but I fell in love with it ever since. You understand? So... That's that's been it. I came down and uh, I actually tapped in with Free Life. Shout out to Ken Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and since then, I've just been in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you tapped in. You came down and tapped in with the OG. That's the veteran. Yeah. The legend. Iconic legend, Ken Jones, man. Been doing it for a long, long time. Shouts out to you, K. Joe. Uh, you know, who were who some of, so, you know, for you, um, just how you developed your sound, who were some of the, your musical inspirations that kind of helped you develop your sound? Um, so secular, I would say Kendrick Lamar is probably one of the, the biggest for me. Um, just in terms of like the substance that he puts into his music, you understand that how he's able to mix the what would you call it? The um, I guess just the kind of intellect with also some of the grit, you know what I mean? And the, the like the street, um, I think that's 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 important. And being able to reach diverse crowds because Kendrick is somebody who can appeal to, you know, a, a white audience just as well as a, a, you know, a black audience and everyone in between. And so I like to to put real music and, and real life and real emotion over something that um, might appeal sonically, you know, to my generation. All right, so let's talk about some of these tracks, man. These bangers you got out, man. For the people who may have never heard them, I want you to break down the inspiration behind it and some of the, you know, some of the verses. Just talking about the transparency because I think you do a very good job. My first introduction to you was the SRT uh, track. Talk okay. about that track. Uh, why you the inspiration behind it and why you wanted to make that track? 
SRT to me, um, it's a it's a fun track. You know what I mean? Uh, if you you been to Atlanta, you know uh, uh, Mopar, so Hellcats, you know uh, Demons, all of those type cars is real popular. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely one of my favorites. So that's the title of the track. You know what I mean? And so it's just talking about um, what it means to to be a Christian and it don't gotta be the cookie cutter suit and tie. Like, you know, I got I got partners that's still in the street um, and, and I'm okay talking about that. So if you listen mm-hmm. to the verses, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking about the fact that um, there are things that I even still struggle with as a Christian. You know, I love God to death. Um, but that being said, I'm still a man. You understand? I, I have imperfections. I have flaws. So we're going to talk about something real while still talking about something that's that's part of the culture. What, what, what's that like? Because I because I have to believe that a lot of your, your partners, like you said, you still got partners in the streets and, uh, you know, you got great relationships with them. Talk a little bit, just a little bit about the the, the balance between judgment and accountability when you talk about those relationships because like you say um you 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 have to leave room for let god be god you being the example you're walking they know what you used to do compared to what you're doing now so it's evident they see that you get something is changing you so yeah how do you how do you deal with those relationships when you go around you know some of your street guys who maybe still maybe live a life or whatever um, it, it depends. Based on the relationship, I can't do it as a one size fits all. I have some partners who based on how they live in, there's there's a love from a distance kind of thing where it's respect, it's respect. Um, and we touch base every now and then because for them they don't want to feel like they they committing or even even faking based on how they living. You understand? Gotcha. And so for me it's like I also wanna I have to make sure because I've been in them situations, let's be honest. Uh, you can't be somebody who who wants to be an example for God, but then you're also indulging. So you have to be strong in yourself. You know what I mean? And so there there's space there in some of those, but then in certain relationships too, it's uh they come to me for that. You know what I mean? So it's not a conversation. We're, we're talking about everything that they're doing in the street. Um, they they they're coming to me to ask for advice. A lot of times that's how it ends up being. You know what what do they think? What do I think? Um, they're asking me what I think they should do as it relates to their predicament or uh, 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 something that they don't run into. And a lot of times I'm always, not even a lot of times, I might use myself as an example, but at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a kind of undergirded with the word. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Break this, break this limits uh, song down for the people. Inspiration behind it. And uh, why'd you make that one? Man, limits, limits is a song about uh, being unconventional, you know, um, again, a lot of times, especially in this space, I found uh, CHH, uh, gospel rap, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's a certain, um, I guess like a certain lane they want to put you in um, or a certain box they want you to kind of fit in. And if you're someone who doesn't necessarily fit in in that box, uh, it seems like they it could kind of hold you, you know. And so for me, it's like at the end of the day, um, if God told me to do this, it ain't got to be your box that I fit into. Um, it's for whoever box this check off, but uh, we gonna push limits, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm my foot on the gas, you know. Ain't no disrespect to nobody, but at the same time, um, God is no respect. Is no respect to a man. You understand? So if I'm following the word of my father, then I can't care about what people think. 
So how did the collaboration with the, the four brothers come together? How did you, you, uh, Mike, uh, bless two times and Westy and Shelby come together and say, you know what, let's do a collaboration and do this four brothers thing. Man, we, uh, it's funny. We all kind of been rubbing shoulders for a little while before we even decided to come together, but it was relationship first. You know what I mean? Like for me, um, I'm coming from Gap Stars. Gap Stars is still family. Um, shout out to St. Clair. Uh, shout out mm -hmm. to all them boys and Gap Stars. Um, but that being said, I, I, I'm, I was looking for more brothers, just more brothers around my age. You know, you understand? Somebody who I could relate to, who could relate to me. And we could talk about some of these struggles that we go through as Christian men. You know what I mean? And so um, I tapped in with, I want to say it was West End first. Um, I went to, uh, he had a, a birthday party for his mama. Rest in peace, mom, Dukes. Um, and, uh, you know, tapped in with him first. And then I want to say two times had reached out to me about doing a little music. To be honest, we kind of bumped heads a little bit at first, but it was... It was all with respect, you know what I mean? We was just kind of coming from a different angle. Um, and then with Mike, Mike was somebody who had tapped in for a little while, but you know, for me, I, I'll be honest too. Um, at the time he reached out, it was it had to be God's time because at the time he had tapped in, um, I was going through a season where I really wasn't trying to, to be too involved with other people. Um, I feel like I had been somewhat disappointed in, in some of those areas leading up to that point. So. Mike will tell you, I kind of, I, I won't say I shunned him, but I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't fully open to that relationship, you know what I mean, uh, initially. Um, but I would say probably within the last six months, we all start tapping in a little more heavy with each other. And then after just conversations, you know, FaceTimes, talking for hours about things we going through, et cetera, it was like, okay, well, hey, each of us, like me and Two Times, were working on the album. Mike and West End were working on the album. We all hopped in a group chat and had just been kind of talking. Woo -woo -woo. And uh, Mike was like, man, I know y'all boys got two, three songs that's either done or unfinished that somebody else could throw a verse on. Everybody records like every day. So that was easy. We, we really got the album done, I was saying, about a week and a half, two weeks. Wow, just sitting on them bangs. I feel you, and yeah. Uh, yeah forgive me. Shouts out to uh, St. Clair, man, man Gap Stars. They've they been doing that for a long time. Uh, definitely uh, salute them. Um, so yeah, uh, just, you just being a part of them. So I just definitely want to shout out St. Clair. Uh, yeah, speaking of St. Clair, this this track lately, uh, this 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 thing right here, I, I was like, oh man, this this just hit different. Um, and, and and it's real. So talk about the inspiration behind that track. Man, it's another one of the things, you know, um, if you go to my Instagram, I call myself the Black Sheep. Um, that's actually going to be the, the name of my next album, um, the Black Sheep. That'll probably drop sometime around the end of this year. Y'all pay attention for it. But um, I, I, I even before coming into this this arena, you know, I, I felt like I'm someone who's been misunderstood. I'm kind of used to that even in my family. You know, my folks are originally from... Sierra Leone, West Africa. So I have two parents who are first generation, or excuse me, I'm first generation, but both of my parents are from Africa. They were born there, you know what I mean? I was born here. Uh, and so as it relates to my family, a lot of times they look at me like, <laughs> God forgive me, but I, I I grew up feeling like the hoodlum, you understand? Mm. And so that's, that's what I get from my folks. And then um, with my partners, you know, 
I'm a little different from them too, because I, I still got African in me as well. So there's there's a little bit of separation there. You understand? And so dealing with that and then coming into to the music, that's another part of it where, okay, I've gone to churches, some of these old traditional churches, forgive me, and I'm not what they looking for either. You know what I mean? And I had to realize that's okay. You understand? So with with a lot of the conversation that's been had, I've I re- I've received hate. I've received people telling me, you know, this ain't it. Woo woo. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just information. I've always been a person. I take the hate and use that to push me, motivate me to go further. Like. If you talking about it, that's a good thing to me. You know, at the end of the day, I ain't really stunned what you what you saying, what you talking about. You know, uh, I, I know what God said. So if you hate me, how I'm feeling right now, I love that. Like, keep talking. I, I love it. Praying for them toxic church people. Uh, this say a prayer track. Uh, you just recently dropped that. This <laughs> let's be very clear. It, it's straight fire. Uh, I, talk about the inspiration before I get you out of here because. This song, I think, uh, and lately, um, will will be tracks that I think if you, you can run the numbers up on these, you can have these play on the radio for a long time. And the thing about your music, your music can switch over. And and I, I was telling you know uh, you know one K Famo and it's some other artists, of course, you know uh, you know Big Mike and uh, Bless two times. Like y'all music can switch over to the regular FM dial because it's sonically good. The beat, the production's there. Y'all cadence and flow and everything can go right there, and it's not too churchy. So, mm-hmm. talk about this uh, uh, your, your latest track right now. Say a prayer. Say a prayer, man. It's a uh, it's a track. If you actually listen to the sample in the in the in the beat, you know what I mean. They they say say a prayer. Say you done. If you see, it's already done. So. I, I, I kind of took it from there, but um, again, it's just something that it, it, it doesn't necessarily have a topic. I think it, it more or less spoke to the the place that I was in when I recorded it, and so uh, you know, some of the things that I do and taking that and making it cool, you know what I mean? Set on fasting. Now they think that I'm an athlete, you know. I, I fast regularly. That's not something I you know I always have to talk about, but you know that's that's something that we could speak on and kind of flip it. Um, God told me running up, I might be if you ask me. That's another thing, too. I feel like there's a stigma. Uh, if you're someone who does, you know, music for the Lord, like, you're not supposed to get your bag. Like, nah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Me you neither. I mean? Yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all, bro. I promise you. So I think there's a different standard that God is raising in terms of the music. And so that's that's kind of what some of that hook speaks to. And then the, the verse itself is just jumping into the raw because... When I read my Bible, bro, I, I won't lie to you. I feel like, you know, you watch some of these old movies like Scarface or uh, 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 Belly or whatever, and you you see kind of what they define a, a gangster thug to be. I read my Bible and I feel like you read Old Testament, bro, God God is gangster, bro. Like, ain't he, he a man of his word. God ain't never reneged, you understand? And um, I, I love that about him. You know what I mean? Just the, the the masculinity that 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 you see when you read the Bible, you understand? And, and that you get from God. And so I, I wanted to kind of show people a different side of not only Christians, but I feel like a different side of God that they might not have ever seen. Because if you listen to the verse, a lot of that is scripture. Like, and I do that all the time. I'm going to take some scripture and kind of flip it. Um, I got another track on the way. Uh, that'll probably be my next single called Monster. Um, God told me flip the word, 
Um, you know, and so when you when you flip that word, you know, somebody used to I used to serve folks. You understand? But you do the same thing with the Bible. Like I said, nah, you ain't got to change too much. Just take that and, and, and do it for me, though. You know what I mean? So that's 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 what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. You're doing that at a high level, too, as well. I want to salute you. Give you your roses, King. Keep doing what you're doing, King. We over here listening, man, and uh, we, we playing your music because uh, it's much needed. Listen, we appreciate you rocking with us this morning, man. Tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. Oh, for sure. Hey, um... Shout out to the fit. Shout out to DJ Focus. All y'all over there, man. Major love. I appreciate y'all for doing this. Y'all can follow me on all social media at GSZilla. Again, that's at GSZilla. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, latest single, Say a Prayer. The video is out for it now. That's off the Four Brothers collaboration album. Um, I just dropped another video for Lately. That's off my, my, my most recent album, Pieces. Um, I got more work on the way. Honestly, I'll probably drop another single um, this month. So y'all be on the lookout for it. But uh, I'm going to make sure y'all get that first. So That's what's up. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, Dr. Dicer Gamble. <laughs> Dr. You Dicer. tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Oh, and it's time is. for our real talk conversation. And yes, yeah. the doctor going to take you uh, to a place today where you might need to go get some therapy. And it's okay. So oh, let's Dice, what, what are we talking about? Oh, well, I doubt you have to go get therapy. Uh, she ain't telling me. the truth. I'm telling I'm you the truth. Saying. You might have to go get some therapy. because I, I might have to go get some after this conversation. So I'm telling y'all, oh, go, Lord. go get the help you need. Don't walk what? around toxic all day and, and compressing <laughs> those feelings. Those feelings uh, are real. Don't just compress them. Go get the therapy you need. Mm. Yeah, well, we're talking about location today and mental health. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And some of the things we often don't discuss are reasons of why people respond the way they do. And it's typically because it's where they're from. And so I brought this one up, Focus, because uh, one of my friends last week, uh, she gave me uh, a story about her and her family. They were at a gas station getting their gas in, in an urban area and there were some a lot of addicts five of them to be exact and they started to kind of like approach the car listen if you're in the hood you already know how this go when you get out the car they i spy who can i go over and ask for a few dollars you know it's always a few, just a couple dollars give me woo de woo we we ex we we expect that type of behavior when we're in those areas and then uh she was telling me that she was on her cell phone and she just went ahead and turned up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Start saying a few crazy things. And I, she, she said, you know, the way that you deflect people walking up to you when you're in the hood is you got to kind of act erratic. You know, you got to act like it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And then they don't really come over and mess with you. And you and I both know, focus from being in different areas and doing different things in life. Yes. When you respond a certain way, people back off. And so this. Or, or, or look a certain way. Yeah. Or you got to look a certain way. Like, I'm crazy. You crazy? I'm crazy-er. Please. Like, we don't want to play this game today. And and I'm a big I, guy, so I never had issues. Jokers, right. when they come, yeah, they ain't come nobody in my direction. <laughs> you, know, you, you, better, you better have a reason to just you come up, up in, in my space. 
Because I, I can't, I ain't running nowhere. So I'm it's going to be right. what it's going to be. Right. I'm going to stand right here toe to toe with you, Joe. Stand right here. I can, and I can take a punch. Pray for y'all. I'm, I can take a punch. Right. Right. And so I was sitting there really absorbing the story after she walked away. And this is somebody who I definitely admire. She's just beautiful and awesome, sweetheart, great individual. And I was like, man, I f- forgot all about that because I done moved out to Neighborville. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I forgot all about that. And I was like, we, in the, in the office, we are, we often call it a code switching, but even in our areas and where we live in urban areas or impoverished areas, or even when we go visit these areas, there's a code switch we have to do to protect ourselves. And I was like, this causes you to be stressed out. Like it, that's why, you know what I'm saying? Half the time people are like, nah, man, I ain't coming down there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to pick you up over there or no, you got to meet me somewhere else because there's just this. And you talked about, you was like, man, that's some trauma. But I was like, these are things we have to discuss when it comes to mental health, because statistically, uh, urban or black people, brown people, we are 20% higher, uh, high, higher when it comes to us being susceptible to mental health challenges and, you know, serious mental health issues. And I was like, man, if we always live in these areas that have high homelessness, high levels of stress, high levels of the air is toxic, the water's toxic, you know, like there's a lot of sickness, there's a lot of anger. It affects your mental health. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It's just you've learned how to respond to adapt in those environments. But if you if you don't ever think about it, if you never spend the time to say is that a part of my personality you know what i'm saying like people could they, they could just be like something's really wrong with you like when you go to when you go to counseling or therapy and you're just talking and you're explaining what your day looks like some people might think something's wrong with you but it's like it's not it's not that anything's wrong with me it's where i live i have to be this way and so i'm like i don't think people talk about this aspect of mental health like is it truly mental health is it truly mental illness or is this person in an area and they live in a certain environment where they have to have a cloak of, 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 Hey, listen, don't push me or, Hey, no, you know, cause here's the thing. When you walk out your house every day, if you constantly saying no to somebody, as soon as your feet hit the front door, no, this is my whole day about to be messed up. I can't even relax walking down to the corner store. This changes your mental health. But that's why I said, nobody's really, talking about these things you know what i'm saying like how how does a person actually manage that stress every day you know what i'm saying like we have to teach people to observe their life and say okay before you think you're about to you know have a whole breakdown you know what i'm saying or you just can't deal with life like t- let's talk about what's going on because it could be that it's time for you to relocate it could be that you know it may be time for you to get your kids in a different school district if you can you know what i'm saying it may be time for you to think about a new job it may be time for you to go back to school and say hey in two years i'm gonna have this degree because we have to move our family to a different area you know if if i want to have a better type of mental health so that's why i wanted to bring this subject up so is, is there anything here that you can identify with focus on because i know you were like what are we talking about but i'm like do you see what i'm saying like this is something we don't discuss I mean, we always blame people for, hey, that person's thrown off or that person acts this way or why are black people always mad or, you know what I'm saying? It's always this, people always, they, they always respond to how black and brown people res- are acting, but it's kind of like, why are they like that? 
It's like, I don't have no choice. You know what I'm saying? I can't go home and be in my area and be soft. Like, it don't work like that. You know, <laughs> it's not that it's a mental health issue. It's just like, I need to get away. I got to change my environment. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what I'm dealing with right now. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I got my right mind. It's just I have to have a type of outside right now, you know, to survive. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. <clears throat> and I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I'm kind of like 50-50 both ways. And the way I say that, the reason I say that is because, to your point, you're absolutely right. When you live in a certain area where there's a lot of crime or a lot of gang mm-hmm. violence or, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, drug pushers and, you know, street walkers, <laughs> Um, it's, it is a different mentality to walk those streets. I remember Mm -hmm. just, um, you know, growing up and going outside in Mm -hmm. the inner city, it's different Mm -hmm. to your point. Um, one of the first things I think I I learned, uh, off the top, I may have been six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no older than seven Mm -hmm. is how to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's something that, you know, in the inner city, Yes, if you do not learn how to protect yourself early, mm-hmm. bullying is a real thing. Yeah. Like kids will expose you if you are um, in a place to where you don't want to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, bullying is a real thing. So, yes, I had to have a different mentality when you mm-hmm. talk about, okay, whether I want to or not, if I don't mm-hmm. stand up for myself, right. this older kid who might be one or two years older than me or might be the same age as me mm-hmm. is going to exploit me and take advantage of me if I don't stand up and say, you know what? You're not going to just push me around. Mm-hmm. No, you ain't going to take my lunch because I ain't going to have nothing else to eat for the rest of the day. If you take my lunch, yeah, I got to wait till four o'clock when I get home to eat mm-hmm. and I'm starving. So mm-hmm. no. So no, no. If you didn't have your lunch today, I'm sorry you didn't have a lunch. Maybe I will split it halfway with you, but you ain't going to just take Take my my whole lunch Mm -hmm. and think I'm going to sit here all day with my stomach growling in school (laughs) like it's okay. No, this is not okay. But yes, I learned that uh, in the summer. It's funny that you say that because that was something that I learned. We Mm -hmm. moved to a neighborhood. I learned in the summer very quick Mm -hmm. that, yes, if, if if I allow for it to happen, Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you have kids that are mean mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like you said, for whatever reason, they got mm-hmm. their reasons, whether they have anger issues, whether yeah. they don't have anything at home to eat. So now if they yeah. don't take somebody else's food or steal, yeah. they won't eat nothing all day. And that's a big problem. And that's a real thing, too. And mm-hmm. I didn't know it until I went into I built some relationships with some of my friends and went mm-hmm. to their house. Yeah. And I went and they and all they did have. They, all they had to offer me was water for real. I'm like, first, you ain't got no peanut butter and jelly crackers? I'm like, if yeah. nothing else, I could always go in there and my mom and daddy wouldn't trip if I got a roll of Ritz crackers and got the peanut butter and jelly and say, look, we yeah. about to break this down the middle yeah. and we got some milk to go with it. <laughs> well, it's it's eye-opening. I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know how many people out there who have ever had that experience, but it is heartbreaking when you walk in somebody's kitchen. And trust me, I've had a couple people in my life younger and older you know hey come see to your point ain't nothing up in here my mama ain't buying nothing we ain't got no food in the house and it's it's jaw-dropping you're just like what like because hey my grandma and them ain't gonna let that happen but no i i I know we gotta go pay some bills and uh we're gonna continue this conversation because i don't think people think outside of of the box sometimes when it comes to mental health as like and i want to make sure we have this definition like um the illness, the serious mental illness, SMI, the definition is mental behavior 
behavioral or emotional disorder resulting in serious functional impairment, uh, which substantially interferes with or limits one or more major life activities. So that's what I'm saying. Like there's a line there. So when it starts to affect your life in a major way is really when it's mental health, when when we're going into serious mental health. But if it's just something that you got to do in the meantime to get through, it's not necessarily a mental health issue. And we're not talking about that part. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tapped into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel One Fifty Four Holy Culture Radio. Don't touch that dial. Listen, this conversation is going to pick right back up, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm telling you, you, you want to be here for this conversation today. This is something I, I great. I appreciate Dice bringing this up because without us talking about these real life issues, we can't grow and we can't be better and mm-hmm. understand each other on a higher level. Listen, let's go pay these bills. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. Holy Culture Radio, healing, hope, and how-tos. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time uh, to pick this conversation back up a little bit, Dice. I I Mm -hmm. appreciate you talking about location today. Yeah. With everything that goes into mental health. You know, Mm -hmm. I was thinking uh, while we were on break, um, I know I brought up, you know, just um, understanding people. And meeting them where they are. That was yeah. that's another part of it too as well. Once yeah. again, like I, I shared with you, um, going into one of my friends' house and uh, seeing firsthand, like you said, that they didn't have any food to eat. So understanding that they were stealing or they were bullying on kids because they had been two, three days without eating, with yeah. just drinking water or juice. That yeah, a, lot, a lot of times they had they had fluids. Mm-hmm. So you, you know they would they I mean liquids. Forgive me, I say mm-hmm. fluids, not mm-hmm. body fluids. No. We talking about liquids. They would have like things to drink, like uh, orange juice or like milk or water. But food wise, I, I never, I, like you said, that's one thing. Now let's be very clear. We were in a blessed place. We might have had to eat a pot of beans or a pot of spaghetti for two, three days, but we had something. It wasn't you open that refrigerator and nothing was in there. We, you know, you talk about bread, you know, to make the grilled cheeses and the peanut butter and jelly crackers and cereal. Like we had something to eat every single day. So I could never even get my mind wrapped around going home and there's nothing to eat. Nothing. Listen, I'll tell you a story. And I know people get tired of me talking about my one Haiti mission trip, but this one, God had so many lessons to show me. And you're talking about food and people not eating. Now, I already knew we were going to an impoverished area. We were doing a women's event and we're spreading the gospel, which is life or death over there because, you know, a lot of Haitians practice voodoo. So it's like if you come home and you accept Christ, we might just take your life. It's real like that. So. You know, it's like three hours up in uh, up into the mountains in Bayonne, Haiti. And uh, but we were passing out Creole Bibles, inviting people to church. So there was this one little uh, baby. She had to be about four years old, maybe five max. She was uh, in, a, in the church. We were feeding everybody, you know. And uh, I remember she was sitting there, no shoes and no, no, pa- no parents with her. And she had a plate. And I was like, are you going to eat? She took the, it was a paper plate. It had rice, beans, like oxtail, chicken, everything, uh, cabbage. She took the plate, dumped it in her skirt, rolled the skirt up to her stomach and walked back up the mountain. And it took everything to get me up off of the floor in the church because I was like, 
people are hungry. And I'm sure. And they even told me, they said, no, she's taking that back to her family. She didn't eat one lick of rice sitting there with me. Not one. Rolled it right on up. Walked right on back up the mountains. With no shoes on. By herself. And I was like, we complain about so much. But she was so sweet. And the people of Bahane were very, very sweet. And I'm like, it's them realizing, hey, we have a need. We're going to go meet the need. Yes, we're living in an environment that is super stressful, but you can control how you feel about it. You control what you can control. And I wanted to bring this up because we is, and I can only talk about us as black people. Sometimes we feel very validated in our anger that we can lash out at people. You know what I'm saying? That it's okay to go off on people or roll up on people, read people for filth or I didn't tell them I gave a piece of my mind. It's like we embrace the throwing up of our challenges on other people. And we have to stop doing that because other people, racists in particular, they look at us like, yeah, y'all got serious mental health issues. And it's like half of us don't. Some of us do, but half of us don't. But it's just culturally, there's this thing in America where, you know what I'm saying? Like we just... We're taking a lot out on other people. And so now it's kind of, it's kind of come back to bite us. You know what I'm saying? Like when I, when, when, I, when, I was, when I was growing up, you couldn't just talk crazy to old people. You cannot do it. It didn't matter what you was going through. I wish you would. My grandmother and my right. uncle would have snatched me in the, and, th- and beat me into the middle of next week. Like, I wish you would roll up on an older person and yell. I wish you would raise your voice in this house. Like, I wish you would act like you don't have no common sense. So I wanted to bring this up because I'm like, yes. A lot of the behavior, the mental health that we see, it's because people are in certain areas. But I wanted to give tips on how to deal with your environment so you don't fall victim to all of the emotion that come along with, man, we're stuck here. We can't move. This is where we got to live right now. It's okay to live in the hood. It's all right. But you need to be aware of your surroundings and see what you can control. And here's here's the thing. Some people can't move. You're going to be there for a while. Uh, I want to talk about colors. If you change your environment, your mood changes. A brighter color, a softer blue, a brighter white, a yellow in the bathroom. There are certain things that you can do to change your environment to relax you. Changing your, switching your lights out in your house. Because if you live in an older home or sometimes if you live in, you know, even apartments, they don't give you the best lighting. Buy some lamps, get you some Alexa light bulbs, you know, learn to change your light blue, learn to change your light, you know, to a soft white, different colors that um, can help you mentally. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody can't get away. Here's the thing. Go visit a park outside of your area. Say, hey, I'm taking the kids. We, we'll be back in a couple hours. And we're going to go to a very nice park. Go see some trees. Go sit by a lake. You know, maybe go fishing. You know, just sit there for a few minutes and get away from your environment. The one that you just, you know, you're, you know, you know where you live. It's okay. But we have to learn, and this is another thing why I love CHH Music Focus, because uh, listening to music, like really slowing down the pace, the pace of your environment. So maybe it's time for you to invest in a nicer sound system. It's something that you can, you know, maybe even if you got the Alexa Echo Dots or whatever, and just play some jazz in the morning. Like start your day with like some nice cafe music or some nice worship music, but change how you start to pour back into yourself. If you can't change your environment, you know what I'm saying? Because you have to be actively working on your mental health. 
And if you know you live in an area where, like I said, it's a lot of trash, disease, trauma, homelessness, poverty, you know, just a lot of people lacking, you know, you hear noises all night. You're going to have to learn to take care of yourself better. And there are just different ways that you can do it. But I'm like, you want to work on it now. Like you don't want to just take the pressure, take the pressure, take the pressure, take the pressure. Now you have counseling and your counselor saying, oh, you got mental health issues. You need to get on this medication. Try first because you might you might have issues. That's fine. But try to change some things in your environment first. If you can't physically move, pack up and go live, you know, in a suburb or in a, in a country where you got a lot of green while you are where you are. Um, not in the best conditions, try to change the things around you that you can't eat a good meal. Like we talk about this all the time on the show, a healthy breakfast, you know what I'm saying? Like get up 30 minutes earlier, get you some fruit or cook you a meal, you know, like love on yourself differently. Take you a hot bath, you know, start to get into your bath salts or even your uh, lavender, you know, in your area, like, like you have smells, you know what I'm saying? So it's like lavender reduces anxiety. That's why I'm bringing it up. You know, but the meditation piece that we talk about all the time, focus, the prayer, you know, like, and definitely some positive music because you just turn on the radio and this is another one. <clears throat> My mom was telling me, her doctor even told her, turn the TV off. She went to the doctor for high anxiety. and She's like, man, everything on the news is negative. I was like, mom, I know. Can you please stop watching the news? You know what I'm saying? You got enough drama going on in your life. Yes, you want to tap in and see what's going on in the world. But sometimes you can overstimulate yourself to be stressed out and you weren't, you ain't even left the house and you stressed out. You ain't even <laughs> walked out the door yet, but you've watched the news for two hours and now you just worked all the way up. So we just have to start to protect ourselves no matter where we are, uh, no matter where we live, because environmental stress is real and it can um, aid in you developing uh, a mental condition, anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, all of it. So, like I said, these are things we're not talking about. Like there's uh, sometimes just an environment that people are in and they respond a certain way. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they have an issue. But if they don't protect it and start to take care of their mind, they will eventually have an issue because that will be their natural behavior all the time. But some sometimes you got to sit there and just, uh, you know, analyze your situation and say, man, can I control um, this? Can I control that? Yeah, I can. I can control my environment. I can control what's in my room. I can control what I look at online. I can control the music I listen to. I can control the relationship I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Like I can control these things. So I can control the route I take to work. Maybe I'll take the longer route. So I'm not stressed out in traffic. Take, get up early, drive around, you know, like take care of your mental health. You know, we have one mind, you know, so, and it's important. We're going to need this mind to do everything we do in a day. So that is important. I agree with you wholeheartedly controlling your mind i know it's hard sometimes for someone listening to us today mm -hmm. we pray that you got some out of this uh you know definitely do what you need to do to make sure you keep your mental health intact yeah but also i want to challenge some of the adults out there mm -hmm. if you can do better dosh you brought up a very valuable point if you can do better do better yeah so if you need to 
especially when you talk about people that may be living in impoverished areas, mm-hmm. urban inner city communities that, you know, let's be very clear. A lot of them, we need to move away. I know uh, we would like to rebuild back up these communities and then, mm-hmm. and that's a process, mm-hmm. but for the ones who it's bringing you down, it's affecting your school, your kids education. education when you mm-hmm. talk about schooling and everything, mm-hmm. you put yourself, the parents specifically put yourself in a better position mm-hmm. to where you can at least give your chief, your kid and, and your family other opportunities mm-hmm. because there are other opportunities out there. You don't have to stay in that place to where you feel like you're mentally in bondage mm-hmm. or you're scared if somebody's going to come in on your house or break mm-hmm. in on your house or do something to your kids. And I know this can happen anywhere. We're yeah. not we're not saying that it, it doesn't happen in the suburbs too as well, mm-hmm. but it happens less. Let's be very clear. Dice and I can contest to this. Listen, yeah. we we come from these areas and we know yeah. when we moved out. Yeah. I listen. I tell. I'll be the first one to tell you. I ain't never going back. <laughs> not to live no no so you can call yeah. me what you want no no not to live uh-huh. absolutely not uh, it's my choice to be able to live somewhere where i can lay down at night with my wife yeah. or if i'm out of town on a business move i ain't got to worry about nobody running in on my wife while she's at home yeah and some of the places that i lived previously growing up yeah i, I yes i was sleeping with one eye open mm-hmm. <laughs> every yeah. night and it's very you talk about stress that's yeah. very stressful Oh, yeah. That's very stressful. Don't know if somebody gonna steal your car. Oh, How yeah. you park your, your car in the parking lot out, in the, and you, you might wake up in the morning and your car uh-huh. not even there for you to go to work. Yeah. So no, some of these communities, some of these areas, if you do not have to continue to stay there, please move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, please move because I don't want nobody to go to jail for doing something yeah. they got no business doing because you, yeah. you mess around, catch somebody in your car, or you mess mess around, somebody come in your house, or you walk home and, mm-hmm. and your door halfway open to somebody breaking in your house, stealing your your DVD players and TVs and yeah. jewelry, whatever. Now yeah. you now you put yourself in a position where you mess around and do something, and it might go either way in, in the court system. You mess around, lay somebody down. They mm-hmm. might not call it self defense. Now you in jail the rest of your life, <laughs> and you just protecting your house. No, I'm just I yeah, see no, it both I'm ways, guys. So I'd rather tell people the truth. I have yeah. seen people who have defended their house. Somebody yeah. broke into their house, mm-hmm. and yes, they shot and killed them, mm-hmm. and they are still in the pen right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like like I said, it's environment, man. Um, it can definitely uh, be a whole vibe. And like I said, some people have to live in these areas, and that's why I said. You know, it's important if you have to live there, we we need you to take care of your mental health as best you can. Go ahead and do your five year plan. You know, it, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Because, listen, I live downtown Lawrenceville. I was definitely in the system, owned the system. Wouldn't know if my son, you know, paying two eighty five a month and, and straight up. Uh, all I heard was shots all night and, and, and people fighting all night, like all night long and it drove me up a wall i mean i think one night i might even push the couch to the front door you know just to feel safe and then i you know i'm in there in the car bed with my son you know just like just trying to get through so i understand what that looks like but to your point focus uh a sister was working and i thank god for nanny shout out to shirley williams in uh, atlanta georgia because she said okay you working 10 to 7 overnight at walmart I'll keep him uh, Monday through Thursday, make sure he gets on the bus and then uh, you come and get him on the weekend. Like where there's a will, there's a way. And just pray about it. Pray about it. Cause I was like, God, you know, this ain't my jam. I don't mind doing this for a couple of years, but I I want, I want my son to, to be somewhere where he's safe. You know what I'm saying? Like I can deal with anything, but raising him, I want to make sure he feels good about his environment. And so, yeah, we dealt with it for a minute and you can get through god will bring you through but in the meantime you have to take care of your mental 
health. So change what you can change, do what you can do, but make your plan if you need to move. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that that part up and shout out um, to my friend Ebony, who was telling me the story about, hey, you know, I got out the car, I had to kind of start acting erratic just to back people up off of me. And uh, she ain't got no problems with her mind. It's, she's probably one of the smartest women I know <laughs> on earth, which is why she's like, no, I know how to respond when I need to respond. You know, but yeah, we have to, you know, manage our mental health. And so when we are going to therapy or talking to people, they know ain't nothing wrong with me, baby. I just got to do this because this is where I live. You know, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with me. I just got to survive. You got to survive where you are. So absolutely. Yeah. Listen, uh, we got to go to a music break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. And we're back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Ooh, when I tell you this show was uh, off the chain today, I know this might have been more of uh, an informative conversation we had on that Real Talk. Yeah. But I think it was needed, Dice, when mm -hmm. you talk about people understanding that they're, listen, you, you grew up one way. Know that there's somebody else growing up a total different way. Yeah. You grew up having comfort and security, knowing that your parents had you, that you had a meal to eat every single day and some lunch money and uh, some allowance. Know that there's somebody somewhere right now listening who might only have one parent in the household with no food to eat. Yeah. So they're, they're, you are absolutely right when you talk about your location mm -hmm. can affect your mental health, can yeah. affect your situation. It does not have to limit and keep you there. So yeah. I'm not saying that for anybody who may be uh, in a poor state right now, financially, mm -hmm. mentally, you can get up from all of it. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, mm -hmm. and he, he, he can redeem you from any issue you're having. But you yeah. got to trust him. You got to seek him on a higher level. But I do need people to understand that, yes, if if, if uh, you are someone who grew up in the suburbs all your life, you never understood having to walk to school and maybe five miles to walk to school because you were getting dropped off every day by your parents yeah. compared to yeah. somebody who had to walk five miles to school. In the rain. probably hurt by the time. Yes. No. Listen, we in the Midwest, rain, sleet or snow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's different now, dice, because they yeah. get buses and stuff now. Yeah, we didn't yeah. really have all them buses and all that. Yeah, yeah, we was we was just deep. It was like six or yeah. seven of us from the neighborhood. We meet up from uh, other blocks. By the yeah. time we got to the corner, and yeah. it might be 15, 20 of us walking to the same school every morning, walking home for the ones who were not in sports. Yeah, walking home every single day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember my jeans being wet at the bottom. You know, if it was snow or whatever. I mean, you didn't you wouldn't dried up till it was time for you to go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> And God forbid you forgot your lunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh Lord. Like, um, yeah, it 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 was definitely uh different growing up. And like I said, these things can affect you. Um, but yeah, we, we gotta start talking more about mental health and management of it. I think we probably need to start in school somewhere uh now because it's very, very different, you know, and God bless these kids who are at their schools and they don't even know what's going to happen during the day. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's 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 different. So, um, you know, we just got to make sure we're taking care of our people, our communities and not being so judgmental all the time about, you know, a, a type of person or a color of person or where they, you know, where they from. It's like, man, people are dealing with real issues when they walk away from you. They have real issues. And sometimes it takes everything in them just to get up in the morning and face the day. So it's like, yeah, no, we got to love on people more. You say that often, like, yes, love on people more, bless people, just show up for people differently because you never, ever know 
what somebody's dealing with. Their only sense of God or peace might be you just blessing them in the day, you know, and just encouraging them uh, with a word or asking them, do they need anything, you know? giving them a ride, dropping them off, buying them food, like you said, a cup of coffee or paying for their meal. You know, just simple things could just change their whole, you know, uh, I mean, I'm, I think, whew, bro, I can't tell you how many times being a single mom when I was, I mean, if somebody did something for me or gave me something, man, cause you know, you just running with like $16 in your pocket, putting $2 of gas in at a time, you know, like that's, that's real life, you know? Um, so mm -mm. just love on people more, but yeah, we got to work on that mental health, regardless of our location and where we live. We need to manage that mental health. Come up with some ways and, and, and start taking care of our mental health every day. Absolutely. Listen, shouts out to our brother Zilla. The black sheep himself was on this morning. When I tell you <laughs> so many nuggets were dropped this morning. Yeah. Uh, he's a pastor at heart. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's speaking to the culture, street culture, and it's much needed. Shouts out to him doing the collaboration with uh, four brothers with uh, West Sin, Shoddy, as well as uh, OG brother Mike and Blessed two times, but also doing uh, music by himself. Uh, his new single, Say a Prayer's Out Right Now, is straight fire. Uh, also, too, as well, um, you know, album. Uh, he has an album that's out, too, as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just doing some powerful things. We talk about street ministry all the time on the show and the importance of it and being able to go into communities and be able to, like you say, build relationships and meet people where they are, Dice. Yeah. And I think uh, Zilla is doing... Uh, a, a, a great job of doing it and uh he's in purpose and that's the mm. big thing too as well being purpose so listen go sh follow my brother on all his social media platforms i know instagram he uh he's uh gs zilla um mm. and uh definitely go stream and buy all his music uh his solo stuff as well as his uh collective stuff with four brothers mm -hmm. so shouts out to my brother listen that's our time we got to get out of here we pray y'all have a great monday listen Go out and be great today, kings and queens. Go show the love of Christ because that's what God will want you to do. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, show. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net.